the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, has been in front of a House subcommittee the last couple of days. We have uh, talked with you before about, on a local level, the danger of Upper Arlington schools forcing their kids in many of their school buildings, their newly remodeled school buildings, to use bathrooms where there's no delineation, boys and girls. They've installed floor-to-ceiling stalls with locking doors, and they want boys and girls to use the exact same restroom. And they have a teacher out in the hallway monitoring the situation, Some uh, same sink to wash your hands afterward. And it's been portrayed that this is uh, progressive and this is necessary because, I guess, Upper Arlington is uh, overrun by a majority of uh, transgender students who uh, don't want to use uh, restrooms that were provided for them before. Uh, somebody who's a biological boy uh, now can, you know, go in and use the bathroom where a girl is if the biological boy thinks he's a girl. But that was tenuous before it made everybody feel, I mean, made made the transgender uh, kids feel uncomfortable. And so we're going to uh, change, change the arrangement for everyone based upon the needs of a few. So... My fear in this as a parent is I would never, ever, ever subject my girls to this kind of situation because I know it would mortify them to have to use the same bathroom with boys. just would. My guess is, it's not a guess, it's pretty solid information based on talking to average, normal, everyday Americans, that you wouldn't want that either. And a lot of boys wouldn't want that either. I know there's some who would, but there are a lot who would not. And I just thought it was a very fertile ground for bullying and what and and much much worse and we got a window into the worse when we learned via a daily wire investigation that in Loudoun County Virginia where a lot of these school board issues seem to percolate and bubble over that a freshman girl was in using the bathroom a biological boy came in transgender girl so he says he's a girl he's wearing a skirt but he's a boy. He accosted her in a bathroom stall, and he, and this doesn't even begin to <laughs> describe what he did to her. He violated her. He raped her. He, he assaulted her. And so uh, this happened in May. The father goes to the school board meeting. When the school board is going to bring in a policy allowing for transgender kids to use the same bathroom as the biological sex of the person. They're going to allow transgender boys to go into bathrooms with biological girls. And the father, whose daughter was raped and more, goes to the meeting to object. And then an 
activist there says that what happened to this guy's daughter really didn't happen. It didn't happen that way. So she's telling the father, who I can't imagine this guy's level of anger and desperation and just I'm off the chart. He has to deal with this nutcase telling him that what happened to his daughter really didn't happen. Cops have confirmed it. School confirmed it. So he gets a little emotional, and they call the cops on him. And he doesn't like the cops grabbing a hold of him, and so he resists. And that's the video that goes viral. Here's a crazy parent at a school board meeting. And this gives license to the National Association of School Boards to write a letter to Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, to publish this warning, this chilling effect. Hey, we're looking into domestic terrorism of parents at school board meetings. Now, I would assume that a that an important busy man like Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, top law enforcement officer of the United States of America, if he hears reports of something going on somewhere, that he would get on the phone to his secretaries, to his underlings, to his lieutenants, and he would say, hey, I'm hearing reports of this. You guys go check this out. Is this something we need to look into? And they would go to, you know, the Internet, call local FBI offices, maybe maybe survey some law enforcement database or something, find out how much of this is going on. Is this something we need to uh, take a look at? Is this a big problem? The uh, National Association of School Boards says it's a big problem. Is this, in fact, a big problem? I'm sure they did all kinds of research on that, right? Aren't you sure they did all kinds of research on that? Well, Jim Jordan, an Ohio congressman, got to question Merrick Garland yesterday about that research, about what prompted Merrick Garland to issue this edict that parents are terrorists and they have to be investigated and the DOJ is going to prioritize this. Because certainly it wasn't just the letter you got, was it, Merrick Garland? So you read the letter, that's that's your source? So let me be clear, this is not a prosecution or an Is there some study, some effort, some investigation someone did that said there's been a disturbing uptick, or you just take the words of the National School Board Association? Well, the National School Board Association, which represents thousands of school boards and school board members, says that there are these kind of threats. When we read in the newspapers reports of threats of violence, when that is in the context of threats of violence, the source all, for this, for the very first line in your in your mouth, time of the gentleman has expired. Was the school the board's association the has letter? Expired, Mr. Deutsch. Now that's the little weasel chairman of the committee, Jerry Nadler of New York, who cut off Jim Jordan because the gentleman's time had expired. Because of course we're having a house hearing. We're not interested in getting to the truth of how flimsy the case is against parents. No, we're going to cut Jim Jordan off because Merrick Garland looks like a stooge and a partisan and a hack admitting that he sicked the Justice Department on parents around the country based upon the word of the National School Board Association, which he didn't vet and made no effort to vet. But it is heartening that Merrick Garland is reading the newspaper. Right? Because he said, oh, we read the newspaper. Well, then if he reads the newspaper, then he must have read about this Loudoun County, Virginia attack, right? He must be aware of that. That's something that uh, Congressman Chip Roy of Texas wanted to know. 
in the Biden administration's uh, sold-out allegiance to the transgender and gay lobby, certainly Merrick Garland knows about, read about, has heard about, and is troubled by what happened in Loudonville, Virginia. Is the FBI or the Department of Justice investigating the Loudon School Board for violating civil rights or under authority of, say, the Violence Against Women Act? Uh, I don't believe so, but I don't know the answer to that. I'd ask why not, because on June 22nd at a school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia, the superintendent, Scott Ziegler, declared in front of the father of the girl who had been raped that the predator, transgender student, or person simply does not exist, and that to his knowledge, we don't have any records of assaults occurring in our restrooms. When this statement bothered the father of the girl, I'm a father of a daughter, I believe you are too, sir, the girl who had been raped, sodomized in the bathroom of a high school by a dude wearing a skirt, That father reacted. Now, that father reacted by simply using a derogatory word. Would that statement have bothered you if your daughter had been raped, if somebody said that it didn't occur? Again, I I don't know anything about the facts of this case, but derogatory words are not what my memorandum is about. Doesn't know anything about the facts of that case. Now, it's not like this happened in Butte, Montana. Or (laughs) that it happened, you know... In Pocatello, Idaho, it happened in Loudonville, Virginia. It happened, like, not even an hour from Merrick Garland's office. Ah, but it's not a headline he'd want to read. It's not a story he'd want to know about. Because Merrick Garland and the Justice Department and the Biden administration and Democrats aren't interested, aren't interested in fairness. They're interested in narrative that drives their viewpoint. Just like Paul Imhoff, the superintendent at Upper Arlington High School, he's not interested. He's not interested in following the law. He's not interested in following Ohio Building Code, which says that restrooms in schools have to be labeled boys and girls, and he full well knew that, and he went before a state building code hearing asking for an exception, and he didn't get it in the summertime. And so, before they opened the schools, did they change the labeling on the bathrooms? No, they did not. And have they changed the labelings on the bathrooms yet? No, they have not. Because what they're counting on is the exact same thing the Biden administration counted on with the eviction moratorium. We know it's wrong. We know it's unconstitutional. We know we can't enforce it. But we're going to do it and make the courts change it, just like the vaccine mandates. We don't think we can do it. Then they got to the point where they're like, well, hey, if it worked on the eviction moratorium, why don't we try it on the vaccine mandates too? Let's just say we're going to do that. And we'll tell them we're going to do it through OSHA. And we'll never actually do it through OSHA. Or maybe we will actually do it through OSHA. And if we do, it'll take the courts a while to change it. And by then, look at all the idiots who don't want to get vaccinated, who have lost their jobs. It doesn't matter if their civil rights are violated because they don't know what's good for them. We do. We do know what's good for them. So Paul Imhoff is counting on that. The Upper Arlington Wokesters on the school board are counting on that. But what they didn't count on was five courageous kids going to Channel 10 and talking about what's really going on in the restrooms at Upper Arlington High School. See, yesterday I told you about one. Now there are five. So I've spent a fair amount of time talking about the Upper Arlington situation, bathrooms, and we spend a lot of times talking about school boards. And, uh, to me, school boards need to be accountable to parents. I thought about running for school board in my local district. 
I don't have kids in my local district's school. The reason I don't have kids in my local district school is because they do not concentrate on education. They concentrate on things that are, in my view, outside the bounds of proper education. They allow those things. And the fact that they allow those things tells me that I, I can't be there to watch what's being taught. Then I can, in good conscience, send my kid there. So I've made the financial sacrifice with my wife uh, to send our kids to private school and to homeschool. Okay, so I understand that a lot of you cannot do that. I understand that um, the situation in our country right now with prices out of control requires both parents in many households to work. And so I get it. You know, I've had jobs before that are a little unconventional hours. My wife has too, so we've been able to work around some of those challenges that a lot of you can't fit in. But just because my kids aren't in a public school doesn't mean I don't care about kids who have to be in a public school. And so that's why it just offended my sensibilities. And I hurt for kids when I heard about this Upper Arlington bathroom issue, when I heard about teaching Poet X and other smut in the Hilliard schools, when I heard about Columbus Academy, where parents clearly care about the quality of their kids' education, and they're indoctrinating them instead of educating them. And the fact that national merit scholarships are down at UA and Dublin and Olentangy and every other public school district that before was a high achiever tells you there are serious focus issues in education in central Ohio and beyond. But I've been somewhat of a lone voice in the wilderness in the media world on this until Channel 10 got involved, which, you know, back in the day when John Wolf owned Channel 10, I would have thought that he might have actually uh, ordered his people to get involved. But they're no longer owned uh, by the Wolf family. They're now owned by a woke corporation called Tegna. So I don't know if anybody's going to get fired over there at 10 TV, but they finally got to the Upper Arlington bathroom issue because they had five brave students come forward. And here is the report that aired on 10 TV. It's been a hot topic for months, the idea of gender-neutral bathrooms in Upper Arlington schools. But since school started, some students say they're uncomfortable with what's been going on inside them. Good evening, and thanks for joining us tonight at 11. I'm Yolanda Harris. And I'm Andrew Kinsey. Tonight, we have talked to five high schoolers who were not identifying for safety reasons. New at 11, they told 10TV's Bryant Somerville what's really going on inside those bathrooms. At a time when more is being done to try to make every student feel seen and feel safe, these five Upper Arlington students say they are all for that. But... I think I would be okay with it if there wasn't the risk of being walked in on. They're making an argument for comfort and privacy. This year, Upper Arlington High School has been using gender-neutral bathrooms. These students say it is a constant being walked in on by students and teachers of the opposite sex. The bathrooms, they say, are disgusting, with urine and feces everywhere. Every single one was, like, destroyed. And then there was even one where, like, there was, like, um, like a couple in the bathroom, like, doing stuff. And then I just walked out. I couldn't even use the bathroom. I, just, I know it's not only me experiencing this stuff. I know there's a lot of other people, and I just think everyone's voice needs to be heard about this situation. Another student, a senior, saying some girls are struggling during their periods. I've had some friends um, say that they'll check their pants to see if they've bled through because of menstrual cycles, and 
they feel like they can't do that. So they just hurry up, wash their hands, and hope for the best. This male student says for the entire first quarter, he hasn't even gone to the restroom. This reaffirms I don't want to go to the bathroom and go into a gender-neutral bathroom because that's not as comfortable for me as something else. They want to be clear. They are not against gender-neutral bathrooms. But the majority of students, they say, are afraid to speak for how it might come across. They don't want to come across rude or be mean to um, the min minority groups of students. So, Because we want to be accepting of everyone. But I just feel like we should be accepting of the majority of students' opinions, too. In a statement to 10TV, the Upper Arlington School's Director of Communications, Karen Truitt, says every student and their voice matters. She also says the school has different styles of restrooms available to better accommodate a student's comfort level, including gender-specific, all-gender private rooms, and gender-specific restrooms with stalls. The students say gender-specific restrooms are tucked away and often locked. So it's just become this really weird situation of no one really knows what the right answer is because it's uncomfortable no matter what. Truett says if a student feels uneasy reporting concerns to an adult, they can make an anonymous report through the Speak Up Safety reporting system available on its website. These students say these concerns are not new. And teachers, staff, and the district have been aware of these comfort issues for a while. I'm in my last year of high school, and next year, if this is still happening, I can't come back, and my voice won't matter. In Upper Arlington, Bryant Somerville, 10 TV News. Now, we should note the parents of all those teenagers gave 10 TV permission to speak to their children to read the district's complete statement. You can find it right now with this story on our website at 10TV.com. So that's a great job by Channel 10 doing that story. And you don't have to be an expert in child psychology to know that mixing boys and girls of any ages in bathrooms is overwhelmingly going to be disliked by the majority of boys and girls. And so this statement from the communications officer is that every student's voice matters. Okay, that's a, that's a statement devoid of commitment. Every student's voice can matter. Not every student's wishes can be honored. This is not possible to satisfy every... So what if their voice matters? But do you actually attend to the issue and help them through and side with the overwhelming majority of kids. Like for how many years have you had boys and girls restrooms in the Upper Arlington school system? Like forever, up until this year. This is a solution in search of a problem that creates a problem that didn't exist before the solution. It's despicable what Paul Imhoff and his acolytes are doing in Upper Arlington. Despicable. And the situation that happened in Loudonville, Virginia, is bound to happen in UA. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.